see a Gaston movie. But why a prequel, though? Like, what's the... Because he dies. Well, I know he dies. We all die. Right. But he dies in Beauty and the Beast. So it can't be after Beauty and the Beast. It has to be before. That's why it's a prequel. Yeah. Thus, the prequel. Yeah, but what would the the story be of Gaston? Like, are we going to show... Because they just did a... I guess, no, that would make sense. Because they did a Cruella Mm -hmm. Which I've heard good things about. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched it. Um, They did Maleficent. Mm Mm-hmm. They did... Um, other movies, other, Disney, other Disney movies. The the thing that I would like to see from a Gaston movie, because I don't really care, um, but I do, do think it would be interesting to show, basically, to do like that uh, origin story, but not make it to where he used to be a good guy. Just mm-hmm. like I just kind of want him to be the asshole that he is. Yeah. Throughout. Yeah. I think that that could be interesting. It could be Disney Plus's first TVMA <laughs> series. <laughs> Just nothing but fucking and bodybuilding. Yeah, and killing Played animals. by Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Disney it's just pain. Dark. It's just pain and gain. Yeah, it's just pain and gain. Do you ever see that movie? Yeah. The, yeah. My favorite Michael Bay movie. I think it's really underrated. It's not a great movie. Not really even a good movie, but no, I love it. I hate pain and gain for the simple fact that in the... Like second act or start of the third act, text pops up that says, "This is real life. This really happened. This isn't just the movie." Mm-hmm. So basically, like taking you out. But it's whenever the rock is grilling the hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of text popping up in movies, foreign films. Mm-hmm. Hello, Josh. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another sidebar edition of Conversations in Cinema. Mm, We're talking. About things, fern films, fern, the ferns, the fern, the film, the fern, and the fern films, the finest fern films, which which is in line with our uh, upcoming first episode into Danny Dennis D D V D V. I'll just call him D V D Ville D Ville. Um, into his run of movies that we are doing mm-hmm. is fern film, yeah, because he's a ferner. Yeah, so you you were kind of asking me mm-hmm. what are my f- favorite foreign films the the read-alongs yeah well because i always have an issue whenever people say that they don't like foreign films mm-hmm. or they don't want to watch foreign films because they don't want to read something that they're having like that they're watching yeah and i think that that's such a just weak cop out <laughs> uh because you're you're limiting yourself to basically oh, yeah just English speaking films and some of the best movies I've ever seen are foreign films. Yeah. And I would almost say some of the most influential movies are foreign films. Yeah. I mean, aren't, aren't all films, foreign films No, to somebody. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Hollywood films are Hollywood films. Mm-hmm. Everything else is wrong. Yeah. Um, no, but I agree though. Uh, uh, some of my favorite films, what I'm going to talk about, uh, is, a foreign film and to be honest um big fan of anime in recent years i've kind of evolved into liking them moving drawing pictures not oh, the moving drawing pictures yep. and a lot of those do have you know they're in japanese mm-hmm. um, so you have to read along but no i i don't begrudge anybody on not preferring to watch a foreign film with subtitles 
because you know not everybody reads at the same speed or is comfortable blah 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 blah, blah and they can kind of get distracted by am I supposed to be reading or watching the film or you know what you know so I don't begrudge them that if that's the reason I think most of America but if it's like reads, for a weird a weird racist reason then I think most of America yeah. reads at a third grade level mm-hmm. so. That's what they tell us as as a as a writer for advertising and marketing and stuff. Yeah, try to write at like a fifth grade level. Yeah, dumb it down, which basically. is real hard because I'm super smart. Mm-hmm. I got all these fancy words. I do. Um, I don't know. I I yeah. For somebody to say I'm not gonna watch a foreign film because I just don't want to read. Yeah. I mean, also it's what my wife says. So oh well. You, just, we all know your wife's a special case. That's just rough going. She would watch a movie if I told her like that it would actually be up her alley, but I just don't mm-hmm. think that she's in for it. Yeah. Do you think she would like uh, the movie we just watched? <laughs> Lighthearted uh, romantic <laughs> comedy. <laughs> oh, just, wow. That's just... a, that is a way to describe that movie. <laughs> oh, it's <sighs> not really accurate, but it almost is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest meat cute you'll ever see. <laughs> God, uh, I'm gonna go to hell, straight to hell for that comment. Um, so, what is one of your favorite I mean, foreign films? I know one of them, Eight and a Half, because yes, that's, that's kind of the movie we we first uh, eight, bonded our souls over. Eight and a Half is one of those uh, like baptisms by fire that I like to do. Mm-hmm. If somebody says that they're into movies, and they like, we have discussions and. Um, like we get past the cursor area of like, oh yeah, Star Wars is cool, you Star know. Star Wars, oh, and, I've seen mm-hmm. Kubrick. I love Avatar, and like if we can get past that stuff, yeah. and you're just like, no, I love cinema, history, blah 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 blah. I'll just be like, cool, you should check out this movie. It's eight and a half. Um, I watched it <laughs> in college. Uh, it was one of my first film movies that we watched for philosophy of film i believe was the class Mm -hmm. and i just have been like i can't even think like mesmerized by it almost i watch i try and watch it every year um because i get something new from it every time i watch it yeah it really is kind of intoxicating because you lent it to me Mm -hmm. um and it's one of them italian pictures Mm -hmm. released in 1963 Mm -hmm. yeah and it's kind of a Oh, it's it's so meta for a creative and a filmmaker mm-hmm. and just an artist in general. Cause it's, the, it's it's a movie about making a, a guy making, making a movie, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very fluid and dreamlike the way that this it's paced. Mm-hmm. Um, I really shot. couldn't tell you any of the dialogue or anything that really. I mean, I've seen it once, so maybe you know, maybe I should improve. I should I should just do better. Just be better. Yeah, but it's. Um, one thing that I've noticed about foreign films and that film in particular is that the visual language is so heavy. Oh yeah. That are, and it's not even like overhandedly heavy, but it is very apparent Yeah, that almost, uh, like every frame is a painting. Mm-hmm. I wonder, cause I, I was thinking that watching, uh, the other movie were just in, incendious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering I had the thought crossed my mind that, man, a lot of these foreign films I feel are a lot more visually striking mm-hmm. and uh, more exaggerated. But I wonder if that's because since we're not relying on 
hearing our own language. Mm -hmm. We're relying, like our senses become heightened in other areas. So we're focusing more on symbolism and more on set design and more on what yeah. is actually in, in frame versus what's being said. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're so busy reading that you're, you're probably just trying to consume as much mm -hmm. visual information as possible. Right. So, so you're probably yeah. that. I mean, that, that actually is a really smart thought that you had, you know, I'm clocking out for the rest of the day. <laughs> the I'm gonna go watch Halloween. <laughs> go stabby stab your campers. Step, step. Um, no, but that is, that is Halloween, right? They stab the campers. Is that the camper movie? No. Is that Jason? Yeah. That's Friday the 13th. No, whatever. Yeah. It's all the same. Halloween is the one in the neighborhood with, uh, uh, jo no, not Jody, uh, Jamie so, Lee Curtis. So eight and a half. So, but eight and a half. Yeah. Um, so what I think is inherently funny, um, which would actually be kind of good if we ever get this podcast to take off and get foreigners as listeners, um, to see if they have the same thing in their own language, basically to where you have, let's say like uh, somebody over in Germany who really loves American movies and thinks that most of the German films that come out are kind of just pandering and not as mm -hmm. cinematically as impactful as we might think that they are looking from mm, the outside true. in. Yeah. But I don't know if it's inherently an American thing or not to not care for foreign films, but because hmm. uh, I mean, when you think about it, film language as a whole started out with no sound. Yeah. So you had silent movies, which was about eighteen ninety four to nineteen twenty nine. Yeah. Before and then, like that, even still, would a traveling piano man or somebody would go with it, and yeah. then they would do phonographs. And then they would even have acting scenes, which would then have a slate <coughs> that pops up um, that says what the dialogue is. And yeah. it's not even like dialogue. It's more of like context for it. <sighs> Sorry, I got some rice stuck in my throat. <laughs> oh, no. I was waiting. <laughs> now, you're dr now. now you're drowning. <sighs> Take a lap. And welcome back. After the coughing fit. I don't know what you're talking about. So silent movies uh, would have accompaniment of sound and then have slates that would pop up that would give dialogue, which a lot of people, like whenever you watch a silent movie now, all the acting seems very ham, like ham-fisted, mm. overacting, what some people would call as, camp wild, yeah, you know. as campy because they were trying to put push so much through without there actually being audio. Yeah. But like one of my also favorite foreign films um, was directed and released by a silent film actor director uh, M. Did you ever see M? It's a German yeah. film, I believe. No, it's nineteen thirty-one. It's about a serial killer. The nineteen thirty-one. Okay, German thriller mm -hmm. by Fritz Lang. Mm -hmm. And the main actor in it, you would recognize. Um, oh, oh, oh! No, no, no. Peter, yeah, Peter Lore. Mm -hmm. I might have seen this movie because he was, yeah. It's one of them Criterion ones. Yeah, I think I have. I probably saw this in film school. But the, like, to almost tie it in a little bit to the movie that we'll review later, is that I don't. I wonder if that they just foreign directors or foreign, oh, man. I just don't really even know 
how to like format this thought, but I think it kind of lends back to it that that visual language is just so heavy mm. that because I even experienced that watching uh, Insidious, Incindies, 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 yeah, um, is <clears throat> that like just everything was pretty much awesome, and DV uh, is also just a very good director. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, so my, my choice for my favorite, I mean, I have a lot, I I feel like choosing an anime, like a a Ghibli film or a Ghibli film, Mm -hmm. however you want to pronounce it. Um, it's kind of cheating, but not really. Um, we actually should do that. Like do an animated run. Oh yeah, for sure. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So whether it's, you know, like Howl's Moving Castle or Princess Mononoke or Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, they're all just fantastic films um spirited away Mm -hmm. very very beautiful but my favorite it's still a japanese film but it's a movie i watched oh man i guess in 08 when it came out um i remember we watched it as a family and we all just loved it um it's a movie called departures i might have talked about it with you before but it's a very it's not, it's like a, it's a drama. It's not, it's some comedic elements to it, mm-hmm. but it's about this cellist who the, the uh, symphony orchestra gets dissolved and he <clears throat> is out of a job. Right. And so he has to go back home. Mm-hmm. He lives in Tokyo and he has to go back home to his village in rural Japan where it, there's kind of the culture shock of going from the city to the much more tradition steeped old world ish, uh, home that he left like i'm not going to come back to this podunk town kind of mentality yeah and it's all about him um and his his father passes away so he that's another reason why he's going back to kind of take up you know uh to go take care of his affairs there Mm -hmm. um and it's a story about a man coming to terms with his past and his father and it and it's very very like story like plot light because then he he yeah, it's such I'm butchering describing what it's about, but he uh, so he gets a job as a embalmer, mm-hmm. which in J- Japanese culture is very, at least in the film, it was depicted as being kind of taboo, uh, interacting with the the deceased. Right. Um, but he by doing this job, it, uh, anyway. It's a, it's like a, a man, a boy becomes a man story. Mm-hmm. And I promise you that it's very, very beautiful and very, very good. I'm just recovering from almost dying a few minutes ago. So, um, but no, it's, it's a beautiful movie and it, it's one of those where, uh, it, it's interspersed with fantastical elements in a way where mm-hmm. there will just be the music will swell during a scene, like a montage of him, um, doing something. And then it'll kind of jump and he's sitting on a mountainside, like on a peak of a mountain playing cello to the soundtrack. Yeah. So it's almost like his inner, his inner song his inner. It's very, it's just beautifully done. I love it. I'm, I apologize to for <laughs> that. just totally and completely. It's one of those that you just, it's a movie you feel and it's not a movie you really talk about. Do you think sense. watching a movie that has subtitles on it, like helps you focus in on it more? For sure. Um, I mean, a uh, uh, series that we just wa- that we I just finished watching for the first time that you and uh, our buddy Jules 
preached the gospel to me mm-hmm. about is Dark. Dirk. Dirk, which is a, a German series on Netflix. And I mean, obviously it, all of it's in subtitles, but I was able to keep up with the plot mm-hmm. a lot better because it's a very intricate plot. So by reading it, I was forced to actually pay attention to yeah you're what's doing going on basically every form of learning simultaneously you're yeah. reading listening and watching yep 100 which i think helps aggressively especially with dark yeah um but i you know it's so easy especially whenever you watch movies at home to just sit there and kind of let your mind wander or mm-hmm. play on your phone yeah um whenever you're doing that with it a forces stuff. you to engage in yeah. a different way to very much focus in. Yeah. And I guess coming back to around or coming back around to the beginning, I think that maybe the re- a reason some people don't like to watch foreign language films is because you go, a lot of people go to the movies to watch, mm-hmm. right. And be presented with just a spectacle or, yeah, they escape. just want an, an hour it's, or two it's a of different, escape. It's a, so it's a different, um, uh, part of your brain that goes to read mm-hmm. right so you're you go in expecting and wanting one thing but you have to go and you do another one yeah um so it's just it's all about what you go in expecting and mm-hmm. being prepared for yeah but well, i love them man i i think that because film and storytelling in general is such a beautiful universal language mm-hmm. that cultures and societies throughout history since the dawn of time have done regardless of the campfire you're around I think that, yeah, it's just another beautiful facet, same side of different, whatever, same side of a different coin. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is the same side of a different coin. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, because I think that you'll lose a lot, not even like, I don't want even just, I want to oversell it or not, but like, I don't, I think you're missing out on just creative facets and just unique ways of storytelling. Because yeah. Rashomon, I think, was the first movie that really kind of did that um here's a story told by seven different people in seven different perspectives right and you kind of detective mystery get to like put it together um but i think that that was fairly unique to western culture Mm -hmm. to see something done that way um yeah go watch a go watch a read along you mm -hmm. know that that's my two cents. That's that's what I'm taking away. I've actually done it to where I've watched English movies with subtitles. Um, my dad does that, but it's also because he can't hear anymore. I don't do it all the time. I normal the one of the last ones that I did. Oh, was it called The Witch? It was, oh, uh, Eggers movie. I haven't seen it yet. It's um, the one with like the Billy Goat that's on the cover, <laughs> and it's about old. Old, oh fuck! What are those? What is that time period called? Not the pilgrims, like the Salem. But the the way that they talk, it's called something because they don't Quaker. Yeah, because they don't. It's English, but it's that like old form of straight up fucking nonsense. Mm -hmm. I think I could easily understand a language that I have no clue what it is. Yeah, it's with uh, a young Anya. And Anya Taylor Joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you are you interested in seeing that movie? Oh, for sure. He's. Yeah. I think he's on the list because he's coming out with a. I haven't seen any of his movies mm. because I'm a chicken. Mm. But I know that I would love it because it's supposed to be like just beautifully shot and a mm-hmm. cool story. So I'm gonna. Then I can save my thoughts for that movie. Okay. Because I have seen it. Because uh, he's coming out with a movie, I think in the fall called The Northman. Mm. It's literally just a Viking 
drama. You know, oh, you know, which oh, I'm excited about because we didn't even talk about this. I didn't even think about that until you just said that. Um, what's um? Oh my fucking god! I wish Come on. my brain worked. This is why we do this on Fridays after long weeks of work. So our brains are in tip-top shape for talking and organizing ideas. Uh, villain from Casino Royale. Maz Mickelson. Yeah. He had that movie that he never spoke. Uh, I know which one you're Red, um, Hang on. The Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Sean Connery. I'm Maz Mickelson. I'm in a chess game against my own adversity. God dang it. Wait. Is it Bar- it's not Barbarian. That's a no. show. It's Valhalla Rising, maybe? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. There was other speaking lines in that movie, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Valhalla Rising. But he oh, never... Yeah. Nicholas Finding Re- Refn. Yeah. Who did uh, Drive and did... Uh, he never oh spoke. God Forgives. And, and so like there was long periods of time to where... No, nothing was ever like conveyed mm-hmm. verbally. Oh shit, maybe I need to watch this movie. There's so man, every, ah, I just you know what I need to do? I need to take a week off mm-hmm. and do nothing. Like I need to go rent like a nice hotel room somewhere with a big ass TV mm-hmm. and just watch movies. Yeah, I need to go to a beautiful cabin. I need to in go the somewhere woods. that's not my home. Yeah, I need to go to a beautiful cabin in the woods and yeah. never leave. Yeah. Don't go hiking. Don't don't explore. Yep. Just stay inside. Yeah. I mean, watch movies. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'll just stay home and either sleep or play video games or read a book. <laughs> read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Who does reading? I know. Um. On a similar note to that, because I was kind of curious at this, how do you feel about uh, dubs? Um, I'm not against them. Some like okay, so coming back to anime, mm-hmm. right? So, one of my favorite animes ever is Akira. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Akira? No, oh, I am familiar with. Highly, it, highly recommend. Um, but there's obviously going to be for an anime. There's going to be a, a the sub version and a dub version. Mm-hmm. Um, I always try to watch the sub the subtitle version just mm-hmm. to get the. I don't know. Sometimes it like the delivery is better and it fits the animation a little bit more. Um, and sometimes dubs, depending on the budget, the voice acting is going to be, Oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a ah, you know, this is going to be kind of over the top and corny, but yeah. sometimes they're awesome. And I prefer it. I'll bounce back and forth between the versions to see which deliver I like more. And then I'll just go with that one. Well, cause what you'll run into a lot of times is that, uh, to say something in like Japanese versus to say something in English doesn't mm-hmm. always time out to be the same. Right. So then you have the option to either just end the dialogue whenever it's done or add fluff to it. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoy the animated series Helsing and it's originally released in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that you and I are both familiar worked on the English dubbing of it, Talis and Jaffe. Right. And I will never listen to it in English because that is an atrocity to me. Um, <laughs> the voice acting by the original cast is just so stinking good mm-hmm. that in my mind, there will be no better. Okay. Well, all right. So here's another thing, right? So cowboy bebop. Mm-hmm. I've only actually watched the English version of that one. That's a good point. Cause I feel like the English version 
is so much more iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, especially Steve Bloom as uh, Spike. Yes, his uh, it's just the the uh, it's iconic at this point. So I think in that case, the English version, the dub version, overtook the original. But mm-hmm. you know, well, and I think again, it, it can vary. Like for those. for actual like live action movies, whenever you think of dubbed over movies, you think of like the old school Godzilla movies to where. They're just poorly done, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that there's there's a time and a place. I'm trying to think. I think there's one movie that they dubbed over. Uh, I think it's Brotherhood of the Wolf, maybe. I think is originally in a foreign language that's dubbed over, and I think it just played that way on the DVD I had. Mm-hmm. So I like I never. I never really knew, but I almost feel like they were trying to mouth like I almost feel like it was like eighty yard. I really need to watch Ooh, this yeah. movie again to see because I don't. I think their mouth matched up, but the audio just always sounded a bit off. Yeah, I don't. Know. It's all hit or miss. I mean, mm. when you are talking, sometimes you don't speak at all, mm-hmm. and sometimes when you don't speak. The world's a better place. Sometimes you just follow the bouncing ball. Mm-hmm. Bouncy. Bounce. 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 This is a great way to end. Goodbye. I mean, like all endings, they're just... Mm-hmm. Happy. <laughs> <laughs>